0: your Newcastle.
1: Welcome everybody. I'm really excited to be here today to talk to you about our local centre upgrade program that we have at the City of Newcastle. Something that this council and the previous term of council as well we are really proud to deliver these upgrades around many of our local neighbourhoods and neighbourhood centres throughout the City of Newcastle and I'm joined today by the team that actually does the hard work. (laughs) Sarah
2: how are you? I'm um, great, thanks. Tell us a bit about your role at City of Newcastle. Oh, okay, I'm a senior project planner and I work on the front end of local centres projects. So it's my role to go and talk to the community about what their needs are for their local centre and work out what needs fixing up. And I put together a public domain plan and we then exhibit that and get feedback from the community on whether we've got it right and once everyone's happy that goes to council for adoption and once it's adopted then it goes across to the project managers for detailed design and delivery. And I'm also joined today by Chris.
0: G'day, how are you going?
2: Tell us a bit about your role at
1: City of Newcastle.
0: Yeah look I'm in the program and project services team as a project manager so I joined council in early 2022 so this was actually one of the first projects that I picked up we sort of sit in in a bit of an oversight role management role for the project and I suppose manage the contractor in this sense which was the civil construction and maintenance arm of of the council and then stakeholder engagement and with any design and issues that pop up along the way yeah it's good to be involved.
1: I guess for a bit of background when I was first elected to council in 2017 we obviously received lots of emails about parks and and queries about traffic and cycleways and all of those things and I guess these local centre upgrades kind of are a way of bringing all of that together in a way that activates that local community and we talk about having these 15-20 minute centres you know being able to walk cycle or connect with local businesses with 15 to 20 minutes of walking cycling driving if you need to and this I think has been a really successful way that we've been able to activate those communities I think particularly during COVID we saw people really wanting to to be invested in their local community and use local resources So I guess these public domain plans for each centre, you know, we obviously aim to improve the streetscape as well as like access, accessible parking, as well as dealing with the traffic and safety issues while making it a real local hub for people to gather. It can often, you know, include footpath upgrades and tree planting as well as street furniture and those kind of things. So Sarah, do you want to talk to some of the local centres that we've delivered of late?
2: We've got a program that essentially covers all of the the centers across Newcastle and we've got a prioritised list of which centers are most in need of renewal and we've been working our way through that list since 2016 so we've we've got a few under our belt now the first ones we did were Beresfield and Carrington local centers and then more recently we've finished Llewellyn Street Merriweather and Jocelyn Street Katara. Wall's End is something that we're tackling in stages because it's it's a really big centre so we've delivered a couple of stages there and we are obviously uh, just finished Shortland recently and we've got a, a few more in the pipeline so Orchard Town Road is coming along and Mitchell Street Stockton will, will be completed soon as well. So Chris can you tell us a bit
1: about the, the local upgrade that's been very recently completed at Shortland?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So it was at the heart of the local centre out there on Seangate Road. Predominantly was just some upgrades to the streetscape there, I suppose, making the, the full path more accessible, implementing some traffic calming devices. And I, th- I suppose through collaboration with Transport for New South Wales, we were actually able to implement a high pedestrian activity area and a 40 kilometre an hour zone. So intertwined with that, the, the traffic calming deso- uh, devices which allowed us to sort of bring in some green space into the streetscape out there Which I think really added, I suppose, a, a nice aesthetic to the local centre And back to your point, I suppose, just increased the accessibility and function of the street
1: Yeah, I guess as well out there we've had being able to complement the improvements with those Uh, facade improvement scheme that we run at council as well three of those businesses receive grants under that scheme and you know those kind of things also allow us to enhance further enhance repairs and amenity i have seen as well the mural that was able to be included it's a really vibrant community mural that um up and up worked on And I think from what I understand as well that the local school were involved and so, you know, those kind of outcomes are also about building community and I think we've done a really good job out there.
0: Your Newcastle, your podcast. Got feedback or suggestions for us? Connect via the podcast link at newcastle.nsw.gov.au.
1: As far as local centre upgrades go, both of you want to (laughs) further discuss, I guess, delivering that safer and more appealing space. I know at New Lampton, in Orchertown Road in particular, having sat on our traffic committee at council, we have had a number of issues with speeding, you know, traffic in the area. There are lots of families that use those spaces, uh, young children riding to and from school or walking to and from school, as well as people wanting to increase and better utilise accessible parking. So maybe in reference to Orchertown Road, do you want to talk to what
2: we're doing there so I suppose as you've said our local centres are our, they're the heart of the community they're the places everyone sort of goes on a very regular basis to and, and we want to make those spaces safe and accessible for people and one of the things we do for most centres actually is implement a 40 kilometre an hour high pedestrian area um, and that really helps to improve the safety at Orchard Town Road, in particular, when we spoke to the community, we heard that it was very hard to cross the road safely, and you would see people playing chicken essentially trying to get across to the shops from the parking area on the other side of the road so reducing that speed limit down to 40 is really important but alongside of that we're putting in a mid-block pedestrian crossing as well so that people can safely cross and go to the shops
1: yeah and i think as well there you know i know the area very well being a ward three counsellor the use of that space by families whether as a pedestrian space or a cycling space will be so vastly improved you know being able to walk or cycle safely to the shops with your family or knowing that you're Your older children perhaps can move through that space in a much safer way, that it's a pedestrian and and cycle zone is something that as a parent would be very reassuring. (laughs) And I know some of those upgrades there as well include that footpath widening. We've done that in other areas as well to, you know, encourage that street, street side dining as well. And that's something that our businesses are very, very appreciative of. I guess, Chris, along with these obvious visual changes we do take advantage of the opportunity to upgrade the unseen infrastructure as well don't we at the same time
0: yeah absolutely i suppose things like stormwater improvements help with with flooding and and the like so by, I suppose, addressing those issues, you, you're creating a safer environment for, for everyone that utilises the space. I suppose touching on that, but back to the point Sarah made with introducing curb extensions and traffic islands and the like, I suppose it's also the, the simple stuff that you do see, like just generally up upgrading pram ramps or, or the footpaths and, and bringing them up to the current codes and standards that align with public and accessibility requirements. So, yeah, both both the hidden and and not so much hidden and and not the the big improvements but the simple stuff really does help achieve a safer environment for the community
1: and it would be you know I I think the example in Joslin Street was a a really good example of where there was lots of uh, underground work went on before before we started I know that's happening at Orchard Town Road that's almost complete the stormwater upgrades are done and there's a new connection to Richley Reserve there as well that's been included and those kind of things are you know they're not front and center of the local center upgrade but they certainly enhance the experience the community gets to have i know at joslin street the little pocket park that was created across the road is always full the picnic furniture is always being used people enjoying the sun you know using those local businesses and they are all the goals that we hope to achieve with these uh local center upgrades Sarah, you said there is a list of, a priority list. I know we're working on Waratah as well. Uh, Georgetown is in the mix in the future. There is a list. So don't think that if, if, uh, you know, a local centre upgrade is coming to you, it, it actually may be there in the future and we just have to slowly chip away at all of these. And I really look forward to being part of a council that continues to deliver these local centre upgrades. So thanks for coming today.
0: That's your Newcastle. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review us wherever you listen.